Welcome, everyone, to Success, Secrets, and Stories. I'm your host, John Wanoski, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Greg Powell. Greg. Hey, everybody. Yeah. So today, we're going to be talking about a new subject, and it is the fourth subject uh, of five on ladders, different ladders of responsibility. And today, we're going to be talking about the achievement level. And I'm I'm really a fan of the achievement level because that's one of the things that I think really struck me when I took the class with Dr. Durst. Um, what was what was important is we were pushing to try to be better. And when I came into the class, I had that A-type personality, and and it kind of fell right into the description of achiever. And of course, whenever you're going in for uh, a course. You want to try to get ahead. You want to, you want, your achievers are trying to get all the answers. And I read ahead in the text before I and came to the meeting and said, well, I, I fit that category of achiever and was pretty surprised on what I learned as the course of the day went on. So let's begin. Now, the first element we're going to talk about is emotional responses. And the things that are associated with the achievement levels are interesting enough. A sense of futility, harried or impatient, impatient, hyper-emotional, can be aggressive, dissatisfaction with performance. It's, it's usually that driving force that you want to do better and you want to do more and you want to have that opportunity for advancement. And those, those things kind of migrate into to things like being aggressive or being hyper-emotional. The, the one category that we talk about in terms of activity involvements, which is his next description, it's frenzied or there's very, you know, uh, short activities, quick activities, those, those simple kind of returns on investment. I'm, I'm instead of picking the hard things on my list to do, I'm going to take the easy ones because I get that sense of satisfaction and completion. The importance of goals and deadlines really do affect the people who are at the achievement level because, you know, the more you get to prove to your boss that you're better than the others. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that does affect how people act and how they interact. Relationships is the other piece. And I think Greg, you can talk about a little bit about how that relationship element of it, the, the need of intimacy, the esteem of others, especially the esteem of others, how people who are in this category are always looking for approval. They are, John. They're looking for approval. They're looking for acceptance. Uh, it's really, really important to them to feel valued and needed. Um, and so they have a heightened desire for that achievement, uh, that achievement piece in the relationship uh, scenario. And they're they're competitive. They try to be positive in, in the competitiveness, but um, I, I always find it interesting in, in work-related activities that they're measuring themselves against others. You know, I, I, I did more than you did. You didn't know that you were in a race, but the people who are in this category are, and they're looking for competition. Unfortunately, they bring that, they bring that sports competitiveness into the office, into the workplace. Yeah, yeah, and a little bit is uh, of that is healthy. Mm -hmm. A lot of that isn't healthy. Right, right. And uh, the physical state, in terms of how people react, in terms of well, I when if I personally found myself when I was in stress, sometimes eating too much because, you know, food's my friend and I have stress. And so I'm going for the food side of it. Some people avoid food and, and 
practically starve themselves. It's all stress related. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I need to step one beer at when I get home or whatever it is that you're taking to relax. And sometimes that affects your ability to act, your ability to perform, your ability to have a clear head. That that high performers also trying to gear down at the end of the day because they're they're trying to charge as hard as they can. Those things affect in terms of their physical state. So the achievement level. So after the activities, in addition to those external uh, dictates that they want to gain acceptance and they are going to strive to achieve or find some order and, and approval in a process, the achievement level individuals look for accomplishments and, and ways to establish self-worth. Unlike the conformance level, managers at this level are productive, goal-oriented, and typically meet at deadlines. They question rituals and have a sense of independence. The major problem with the achievement level is the manager seems hassled or under a great deal of pressure <laughs> because they are. It's all self-imposed because everything is an emergency. The laugh that I got is I was extremely good at emergencies because it was right in my wheelhouse. That's what I did. I could bring order to chaos, but that isn't a, the greatest of all skills. Uh, these managers often manage by crisis, and that was one of the trips when I heard that one, it like rang a bell that I, my jobs that I've actually found success in were pretty high pressured positions. He goes on to say, ironically, since these achievement managers often do not take the time to plan ahead or to anticipate possible problems, they end up creating the very crisis situations they are attempting to control or quell. And that, that was the one that you could put a star on it because that was me. When, when he hit that line, I was like, mm, okay, I, I think I do have some place to grow. Physical problems resulting from continual crisis situations often manis, manifest themselves into a great deal of stress. Executive burnout, coronary disease, high blood pressure. I raised my hand for high blood pressure. Yay. And all those things kind of compound your ability to try to act and perform work. Um, those kind of pressures you have to start start managing. Now, one of the giggles I got is I got into jazz at that point, trying to listen to music that didn't have any words. And I drove my kids nuts. <laughs> Every time they hear the uh, call letters of WNUA, they would, they would just start to freak out. No, dad, please, something else other than jazz. But that was my, that was one of my ways of dealing with stress. The topic, uh, I think, is something that, Greg, you can add in terms of stress. I can, John. It's, uh, you know, we're a couple of old, you know, baby boomers. You were just taught to power through it, right? Just yeah. Work on it, take care of it, muscle it out, you'll be fine. But the topic of mental health in the workplace is real. And if the pandemic taught us anything, is that people definitely can go over the edge, go over the top but mentally because of the stress they're going through, whether it's imposed or it's real. And so now you're hearing about companies offering enhanced mental health care benefits. You're hearing uh, about, you think about achievement level managers, they could be very vulnerable, very vulnerable, and don't ignore the systems and assistance that's, that's available. So I'm saying that to the manager themselves. I'm saying it to their manager. 
be on the lookout for these types of symptoms and use the resources at your disposal. Yeah. The, um, the pressure, the, the things that are uh, associated with achievement, Dr. Durst had a, uh, a thing about the achievement game, which is, you know, an, an interesting sidelight of you bet your life rather than monopoly. It's, are you going to survive the job? Uh, the achievement level always wants more. And at the same time, I really have a hard time finding satisfaction. Highest salary, fastest cars, best restaurants, the list goes on. Always comparing themselves to the competition. Always looking for satisfaction. You know the types that are trying to keep up with the Joneses, who want to talk about how their golf score is better than others, their their college that they went to is superior to the other person's college. That competitiveness just sometimes doesn't have any place to end. And... I think that that kind of tips a line that I like that Greg you used. So satisfaction, get some. So think about that old Rolling Stones hit. I can't get no satisfaction. They probably had a different kind of meaning than what we're talking about. But actually, you can get satisfaction. Life is short, and guess what? More is not necessarily better. Again, more is not necessarily better. So how do we get satisfaction? So several ways. Uh, the first one is be conscious. If you think of the times you experience happiness, joy, inner peace, and satisfaction, were you there for it? Think about it. Well, of course you were there for it. Share the truth. Satisfaction in a relationship stems from true communication, that exchange. To share experiences and stuff with another and be willing to experience the other person as they are. And the operative word here is share. Share the truth. Right. And the one line I really like from that is you experience the other person as they are. You're not trying to change them. Uh, overachievers are trying to manipulate uh, the, the, the processes, and that's where they usually get themselves stuck as they are. I appreciate who they are. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's good, John. It, yeah, now is perfect. Uh, even when things are going on that you don't like. And finally, the fourth one, satisfaction is really saying, to kind of sum it up, being conscious of sharing the truth, noticing the perfection of your experience, accepting total responsibility, which has been a theme in our podcast, management by responsibility. Now, people who found satisfaction actually smile more. <laughs> Because satisfaction is a choice that is made in the now. Get the joke? When someone tells you you should be happy, get it? You are making the decision the present on how you want to conduct your life. Because you're either happy or you're not happy. Some of the richest people in the world are miserable. So I think about a story that went into a movie that I love. I think about around the holiday times. It's called It's a Wonderful Life. And the richest person in town was the banker, uh, Mr. Potter. He was rich and very unhappy, very miserable. But George Bailey ended up being broke because of his uncle's uh, mistake. And at the end of the, the, the movie, you see that big basket of money. His younger brother comes back from the war and says, congratulations to my brother, the richest man in town. And he wasn't talking about that basket of money. He was talking yeah. about all the friends that came to his, his aid, to his assistance, just because he needed it. 
One other story when I think about satisfaction and choice, I think about my mom, my brother, and I growing up. And we didn't have a lot. It was a small house, a little two-bedroom place. Um, my brother and I used to do clean uh, empty trash cans and uh, dust off chalkboards to pay for Catholic grade school. Uh, but we we had food. We had clothing. Did I have the hottest new basketball shoes? No, but I had basketball shoes. Did I have the coolest new Stingray bike? No, it didn't say Schwinn on it, but it was a good bike and it did, did me very well. And you learn to appreciate what you have and be satisfied for the things that you do have. And so for me, I had a house full of love. It was more than I could ask for. And I think your your mom's profession helped in terms of how you see people and, and how you act with people. Maybe you can talk about that and how it how it formalized how you conduct yourself and how you find achievement, how she defined achievement. I will, John. Thank you. So my mom was a social worker and her specialty was family social work. And it took on all types of dimensions when you think about maybe that one child that was kind of wild, maybe the one spouse that wasn't fully engaged. But her work was to try to help bring order and uh, a pattern of good behavior uh, moving forward for family situations. And sometimes it was really as basic as this. They didn't have necessarily a lot of money, but you didn't have to have a lot of money to have some peace and, and peaceful coexistence with a family. And you learn to appreciate those things. Hey, we, we ate dinner together. That's fantastic. We went to church together on Sunday. Uh, so-and-so's birthday. We're all celebrating it uh, together. Uh, Dad got a promotion at work, uh, what have you. But she was there to help remind people about the things they should be excited about and they could anchor around to be happy. And so she led her life that same way. Uh, sometimes she had disappointments. She worked around the disappointments. But when things were going well, we celebrated and reveled in what was going well. And we took stock of, of those things in our life as she did in her life. She sacrificed a lot my brother Michael and I. And I think by all intents and purposes, we probably exceeded our own expectations. But it wasn't about a lot of money in the pocket. It was yeah. about understanding what satisfaction really means and applying it to our lives. Now, that I think is what formalized your approach to life that I noticed. Um, having the joy in the moment and understanding the blessings that you have uh, I think it comes from my background, from your background, and and you can appreciate the things that are that are happening. I think the other part about the achievement level that really rang a bell for me was the planning. Your mom, your mom planned, and she found a way to make it work within her family. And she was a single parent. Yes, and, and that that's one of the toughest things for uh, a woman to do is take on the both roles and trying to help their son. Uh, and where they're going in their next spot. For me, when I went through this class, what really stuck out for me was the planning part of it. And the the part about how I was going into crisis after crisis, because I found that as being a natural part. But until I went through MBR, I really didn't put a lot of time and effort in planning. And I, and I think that's, that's the magic dust of what we're talking about, and especially how it applies into the next step when we're talking about the responsible level. Planning and setting goals are something that you're supposed to be doing every year, every other year at minimum, so that not only do you do the planning and the goal setting for your job, and this is the part that Dr. Durst really made a point, it's for your life, for the things that you're trying to accomplish in your life. 
the, the goals that you're, you're trying to get to that end. One of the wonderful lines that he used was, don't wake up five years from now or, or worse, 10 or 15 years from now and say, where did the time go? I had such ambitions. If you, and if you're not working the plan, if you're not setting goals, then you're just going to experience life and it's, un, it's all going to be an accident. Your mom had a purpose and she taught you goal setting from the beginning. And it, it wasn't so much the best, but it was what was competent and capable and, and met the requirements. It was what I needed. Right. Yeah. You didn't have to have the best. It wasn't a Cadillac. It was a car. It wasn't uh, Michael Jordan's. It was shoes. Those, those things I think are important for not only a business mentality, but a personal mentality and, and to enjoy the, the things that you have make realistic goals on where you're going. The whole part of the A personality that I was taught when I first went into management, they talked about the A personality, the B personality, and the C personality. Does it ring a bell? Absolutely. A, B, right. C styles, yes. Right. So the A style was, you know, the achievement level. And man, this is where you want to go and fast, fast, hurry, hurry. And and the truth is you need people in each one of those categories. You need somebody that is going to do the job that finds the joy in the job. And and maybe they've hit the pinnacle of what they want to do. I find, I have found that other measurement approach was really counterproductive when I was in the maintenance world because I needed people who were happy at the job that they've accomplished. And it isn't like I didn't, I saw more potential. They could have done more, but the point is they got where they wanted to be. This was their goal. They found joy in being a mechanic. And they wanted to be the best mechanic possible. And until you understand that there's people at different levels and how they achieve those, one is challenging, which is fine. I believe we as managers need to challenge people when it's appropriate, when there's an interest in it. Uh, uh, one of my fears is trying to promote and not have something to advance the person in. And they'll, they'll say, well, I, I don't see how what you see in me but more so, I don't see how I can see that advancement. And, you know, there's this wide opening uh, moment when you look them in the eye and say, maybe it's not here. Maybe it's in another company, but I'm still here to help you make that transition to your next level. And there's like that mind opening of what? You mean some somewhere else? You've experienced that where you've told people to try to improve on their career, even though Maybe the company that you're working for now is not the one you're going to end up with. You're not going to retire with. I mean, we've, we've had companies fall out from underneath us as we were working. <laughs> yes. And I think your one story that you're talking about how you were training yourself to prepare for the next level. And when it, when you had that phone call, maybe you can talk about that. Sure. Sure, John. Yeah. I was a manager in human resources. My goal was to hit that next level of responsibility and accountability at the director level. And I had a sheet that I wrote down what the competencies were uh, for that next level. And what was I doing to check mark and you know close that gap from the manager to director? And for all intents and purposes, from my, my, my manager, I was doing fine. And then what happened? My company was purchased by a bigger company. I am. They, well, you've been through that, right? And they moved from the Midwest to the Northeast. And that wasn't part of my plan. 
uh, to make that geographical move. But because I had been working on that plan, closing those competencies, had a goal in mind, I was hired by a local company in Chicago for a director level position. And there's no question in my mind, I was getting myself prepared for the job. I wish it would have happened with my old company, but the old company's gone. I still want that level of responsibility and accountability. I put the plan in action. Had a couple of good bricks come my way, as we all do. And voila, I became a director of human resources. But uh, what what's the line that they use in sports? Uh, you're lucky if you're prepared. Yeah, they used to say luck. The definition of luck is uh, where opportunity and preparedness meet. Yeah, exactly. So um, a lot of what the achievement level gives you that, the responsibility level in this regard is is basically agreeing with it, but asking you to have a wider sense of view that, that you're not looking at um, a, a very small opportunity. It's not just work. It, it isn't that next paycheck. It's, it's what are you going to do with your life? How are you trying to, to gear yourself going forward? And I'm looking forward to our next podcast. So Greg, what are we talking about next time? So John, we're going to continue with the discussion of the five levels of responsibility, but focusing on responsibility level. There you go. So we're going to be wrapping up the uh, ladders. And if you like what you've heard, my book that I based our podcast on is available on Amazon.com and Lulu.com. It's Building Your Leadership Toolbox. Success Secrets and Stories podcast is on what you're listening to and other formats. Thank you. Dr. Gerson's books and his MBR program is available on www.successgrowthacademy.com. And the music is brought to you by my grandson. So, thanks, Greg. Thanks, John. As always. Next time. Next time. <laughs>